Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about transferring your skills from corporate to your business. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have a property you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor, go check out the website. It is PlumInvestmentGroup.com. Happy hump day, sir. Hump day. You did it this week. Did what? You said hump day. That's because you just said it. I know, but you you never say hump day. Oh, I'm trying to, you know. You, increase you, energy. You told me I don't answer the phone well. You told me that I got RDF. I'm just trying to <laughs> be better. I, I said resting. I meant dude face, and you went to dick face. And I was like, I don't want to call you a dick face. That sounds mean. Well, because you say the girls have resting, resting. bitch face. I, RDF, so the, that's keep it. Let's keep yeah. it. Are we changing roles here? Like. I'm like correcting you on cussing. Well, no, like, we're, no, you're you're saying we're, down, we're, we're trying to get the vernacular right. Right? Okay. If you say a, the B word about okay. a female, then you're not going to turn around to a dude and call him like, "Oh, you got dude face," because yeah. that, that's not insulting. I wasn't trying to you, insult. <laughs> like you just got like as dudes like tend to like be more like just broed up, like just quietly just sitting here like stone cold face. It's just my poker face, you it's know. My, I'm, I'm just that's just my face, man. It's just my, I can't do nothing about my face. <laughs> I can't it just it. is what it is. And to be clear, you did answer the phone that day, and you sounded like you were upset. And I was like, is everything okay? And you were like, yeah, I'm just in a car with people. And I'm like, oh, okay, let you go. Call you back. Yeah. I th- think that's, we're not going to air our dirty laundry on, <laughs> on air today, Adam. Not today, Satan. Not today. But what we will do is talk about our corporate America skills and what they're good at. Okay. I think this is important because I'm going to say that I will, I'm going to make a number here, and I do not know if it's real or not, but I feel pretty confident in it that 96% of the people that listen to the show are not full-time land investors and have a corporate job. Yeah. You think I, it's more or less than that? I don't know, to be honest. That's a... I would be willing to say it's in the 90s. Oh, May, it's, maybe, it's for sure in the 90s. Maybe the 80, high 80s, but I, I, I'm giving myself a plus or minus 10. Yeah. I would say not just our show, but like real estate investing in general. The, okay. strong, the strong majority still have, still have day jobs. Yep. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. Absolutely. No, no, no. That's not a bad thing. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is that out of those 90% of those people, because they're doing both, I would put them at probably being a high performer in some aspect. Fair enough to say? Yeah. Because they're willing to take the chance on their own business as well. They're willing to bet on themselves. So I think that person has a special trait, right? Yeah. Okay. So if I took that and I said, okay, this person, since he's willing to, or he or her are willing to bet on themselves, they are probably really good at something in their job. They may not be really good at the whole thing. They may suck at their whole job, but they are probably really good at a couple things inside that job. Fair enough? It's probably fair enough. Okay. So by following that trend, as we dissect through this maze of Justin's mind, if they are really good at a few core competencies in that, are they transferring that knowledge to their business and being really good at that? I don't know. Part of me wants to say instinctively, they just might. I would say it's instincts that made them good at that one certain thing. Mm-hmm. So when they go off on their own, they're probably instinctively still, whether they're purposely doing it or not, they're probably still doing whatever it is that makes so, them good. So that you, you brought up a good point there. So instinctively versus purposely, should they 
take the time to make sure they're purposely doing what they're good at in their, their business. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you have even the bad things you should purposely be trying to fix. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're going nowhere if you let the things that you suck at <laughs> weigh you down. Yeah. Weigh you down. Right. That's, that's the hardest part maybe about being a business owner is doing the things that you aren't good at. So you're saying we should cut the show, like quit doing the shit that you're not good at <laughs> and not start doubling down on the stuff you're good at. No, no, no. I, I agree with all of it though. Okay. Yeah. And in fact, when I hear this topic, I started to think work to learn. Okay. Right. Maybe you go take a job that you don't like to learn a new skill, become good at that skill and then implement it in your business. Oh, wow. It's like if you suck at cold calling, but you go take a job in sales that focuses on cold calling and trains you on cold calling, like you're going to become better at it. You may not become good, but you'll become better than you were. Yeah. Or you'll realize how much more you hate it. <laughs> I And so I, and I think of the show, like I think about corporate America, Justin, and what, what I was good at there. And I was really good at setting up processes and following them to a T. Like, so it's no secret that I was in the rail industry. When you're in operations in a rail industry, you run off of typically a schedule. Like there is a plan period that has to happen. Like so, the, a train A has to hit here. Those cars get to a yard. They're separated. They go back out on different trains, and it's it's all about timing and how that works together. So I got really good at putting in places and reverse engineering those processes that took place, so we can make sure our schedules matched what they were actually doing with what the guys on the ground were doing, and and it tended to make the operation look on paper and in real life they they lined up, and that was like the biggest flaw that I would see. For me, because my mind worked that way. So I'd walk into an operation. I'd say, oh, well, why are we saying these cars are going to be here at 3 o'clock? They, they always get here at 7 o'clock. So why don't we just make that the standard? They get here at 7 every week. So we just fix the standard. And so you can see that with like our course or you see it with you know the way I run my business. And I keep it really simple or really lean because that's what my mind does. So like our course is not a bunch of fluff. Let's talk about what we did in 2017 in the land investing business. No, we use just the core competencies, what you need. So that's one of those things that's transferred over. It's like, hey, I'm not going to put a bunch of fluff and shit. We want to go really clean, keep it simple, make it really easy to understand. Yeah. And I really like that. The problem for me, like when I was on the railroad, mm -hmm. I was a really good conductor. Mm -hmm. And what it means to be a good conductor <laughs> is that you can print paperwork off, get on the over-the-road conductor. Uh -huh. I can get on a train, prop my feet up, kick the chair back, and stay awake while I'm in a laying, almost laying down position. Okay. And then yeah. I would say I could only stay awake for about 90% of the time. Okay. But I would say that 90% puts me in the top 10% of conductors. So <laughs> so how do I transfer staying awake, kicked back, feet up? That's, that's not a transferable skill. Uh, oh, oh, well. Uh, so we're screwed here. <laughs> no, 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 I get it, though. Like other jobs, you yeah, know, I, as, a, I would as like an analyst. I, I would was, say as an analyst, you forecasted a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so you would use that. Like, I need to do X amount of this to get this to get that. Yeah. And that transfers very well well in this business because you're like, I want to make X amount of dollars. I know that it takes one for a thousand or 2000 or 3000, whatever mm -hmm. that is. I want to make X dollars, send this much mail. It's going to cost this much. And that's mm -hmm. going to take this long on average to sell. Like you can plan all that stuff out. Yeah. And so maybe you hit a point there, maybe that we, some manual labor type, I don't want to say conductor is a manual labor job, but it is within yeah. reason yeah. that maybe some of those skills don't quite transfer over. And I, and I've seen where guys come from, you know, a construction industry and they come over and they have they have some issues with replicating the processes or looking at the the data or the businesses or tracking their KPIs because it's that's all kind of foreign to them those type terms and just that way that you think but now when it comes time to getting down there and doing the work like getting in the field or going out and just you know give me a plan and I'll do it those guys typically just they kick ass at it and they mm -hmm. just run through a wall getting it done yeah and I'm you know I'm joking about the conductor thing cuz there's 
there's almost like a sense of management that goes on as being a conductor because you do print paperwork, but then you got to pay attention to it. And cause there's a lot of stuff that goes on mm-hmm. and then you got to essentially manage the fact that you're getting this done, even though you have an engineer that helps mm-hmm. and he d- sometimes they do all of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're supposed to be working together, teamwork, management, like mm-hmm. all that. There's definitely transferable skills. I don't care what you're doing mm-hmm. and you will become good at them and take those, whatever they are and implement them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's what we're talking <laughs> about the show. I think that people don't, they don't realize what they're good at in their jobs, and then they don't know how to take that and move it to something else. Ooh, have any tips? On tips that? on how to figure yeah. out what that is? No, I I think that w- if a couple a couple obvious things to me is like if you're the person that they always come for this one thing, or you always feel really comfortable with whatever that is in your office. So if it's you're the guy that always knows who to find when there's a problem, you're probably going to be really good at calling the county. You're probably going to be really good at finding the right title company. If you're the person that sits back in the cut and just lets everybody just hand you something, you're just you're not the you don't have a little bit of a go getter attitude, then you're probably going to need something that prods you. You're going to have to focus on something that pushes you out of your comfort level, mm-hmm. or find someone to do it. Yeah, hire a VA or something. Yeah, but no, I think I think I know it's kind of put you on the spot with a tip. I uh, yeah, but I think it was a good one. I think that's very reasonable. I would say if like you find yourself doing the same thing you just sit back, you pay attention to what you're doing all day and you find yourself doing the same thing over and over, right. that's probably because you're the one that they think is good at it. Yeah. And if it's easy to you, yeah, it's probably because you're good at it. Yeah. So I think we're uh, solid. I think that's a pretty good day. Good topic. Not one most people really think about that often. No. Uh, but and I, and I think we, Yeah. I think we've talked about it in the past though, where we said, hey, if you're a tech guy, don't get too locked into tech because you can do that. And that's not what we're saying. We're mm-hmm. not saying, hey, if you're a tech guru because your job is all tech, you got to do a bunch of tech on your business. We're saying, hey, look at those interpersonal skills, those things that you do on a daily basis that make you successful in your current role and see how you can transfer that skill over. Not just, hey, I'm, I love tech, so I'm going to have every CRM that's out there and every website and everything like that. We're saying you personally, what you do good, you know, make that part of your business. Very good. All right, guys, that's it for today. It's Wednesday. We hope you have a solid day solid rest of your week um, as always do us a favor go to facebook instagram youtube give us a like follow subscribe and then go to itunes go to stitcher go to wherever else to listen to us like rate view and subscribe to the show appreciate it love you see you friday see you guys